0: Hello and welcome to Tokyo Inklings. My name is CY and you can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com or at um, Tokyo Pens on Instagram and on Twitter at TokyoStationMNH.
1: My name is Jacob and I'm a food fan on Instagram and on Twitter and I have a blog at FoodieFan.com.
2: Hello, my name is Kree and you can find me on Instagram at
0: Miraika.
3: Hi, I'm Elisa and I'm Inky Rocks on Instagram and YouTube.
0: Oh, you don't have to be so shy. <laughs> of oh,
3: course
0: no, I do. No, it's just that your voice, no. you know, kinda, the volume went well, down. Well, i just
3: like, I think I get tight or something when I talk in a microphone. But no, But she, she has a um,
2: different voice when she... Yeah, when well, she records. She says that, yeah. but my
3: husband says it's the same. No, so you I talk must, slower. I must... Oh. And a little bit... But you yeah, talk slower because I talk slower to my husband because he doesn't like when I talk fast. He's like, "What? What? You know?" And you, you, your tone
1: is a bit lower. From, yeah, you have a very like slow and smoky video Yeah, mobile. she's yeah. Relaxing, <laughs> relaxing.
3: And then when I'm like really excited, I'm like,
0: "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always good to see everybody, and uh, today we are, uh, you know, meeting really the first time in real life for for a couple months. Um, we so we're on location, so to speak. Um, today we have some interesting and exciting news, uh, because obviously we just came from Ink Numa, which is a huge ink event, and that's going to be the main topic of our day. But before that, um, you know, getting, getting into some news. I don't think there was so much news, uh, going on in the pen world outside of this event, uh, at least not from Japan. Um, but for me, at least I got one of these, uh, Moonman F9s that has been blowing up in, uh, in, uh, pen network and it's the moonman copy of the mont blanc rouge noir and you know jacob we've discussed at length how great these moonman t1s are in fact i have five sitting in front of me right now and these are just fantastic pens with really high build quality so in comparison to this because i think the releases were relatively close
1: what's your impression? So the F9 seems a lot cheaper, like more cheaply made to me. I'm not sure if the, it's just this particular pen, but it doesn't have that same build quality as the T1 for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, I have the, uh, let's say the original or the, the real Montblanc Blanc um, pen here. And side by side, I think there's some uh, quality differences for sure. I think the clip is, uh, is not as high quality and not as well detailed. But also, you know, as we were speaking right before, uh, I think that the threads are not very well done. Um, and I haven't got the pen inked up yet, so uh there's no like comparison. And immediately I removed the Moonman nib and placed it, uh and replaced it with the Mont Blanc nib. Of course, you know, I, I just have to do that. <laughs> but um but I do feel like this uh this pen. Isn't as good as the T1. Mm. Um, quick, now you you tried the T1 last time. Mm. Uh, you were uh, we were recording. What's your impression about the T1 versus the F9?
2: Yeah, uh, as uh, Jacob said, the T1 seems more um, like uh, well finished, more in detail, and um, and uh, like the pen is a bit heavier. You you have the impression is made with more attention. Mm the the imitation of the Mont Blanc seems, yeah, seems like an imitation, like a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. plastic, and uh, compared to the Mont Blanc, like the Mont Blanc, is, you see it's there, yeah, it's a yeah. pale copy. So.
0: Well, so what do you think? I had to catch you while <laughs> you were drinking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Actually, not writing with either one of them, I think the main difference why this one feels more luxurious is because it's just heavier. Yeah. And mm-hmm. had that copy been a little bit heavier, I think it had been a little more convincing. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the reasons why this uh, this pen is really blowing up on the internet is because of how, um, let's say, blatant the copy is. But I think we've we've had a lot of these discussions about, you know, copies versus originals. Do, do these copies bother you?
1: So... The, the thing about Moonman, we talked about this before, but they, they sort of alternate between like semi-original designs and outright ripoff stripes. So you have Penstrike M1, you have the, the C1, and a few others that were somewhat original. I mean, there, there's inspiration, clear inspiration, but they also added their own, you know, design to it. But then every once in a while they do, you know, the M600, the M800, and now the F1. I'm not too bad about it myself, but it's harder to sort of defend the brand and say that this is a brand that, you know, has right. original work.
0: And you know what I, I suspect is that they're not actually like, uh, I think they're like a white label mm. for some, of some pen. And I think the people that manufacture them just manufacture a bunch of different other pens. Yeah. And uh, when the pens come out, they decide, okay, which brand do we slap onto this pen or this model mm. this time? So I think uh, that's the thing with F nine, but you know because it was uh, it was a big thing on FBN and people were talking about it, and now finally got one in. I did want to spend some time talking about that, but I know that everybody is excited to talk about the main topic, and uh, and we've reserved a lot of time for this, which is Ink Numa, and. Um, you know, we have kind of discussed this concept of numa, and and you know we use this word all the time, numa numa, this numa that. Um, Jake, can you explain to us
1: what is numa? So uh, to me, this ink numa is this, you know obsession with ink. Uh, you want you want to have as many different inks as possible. You want to sample them. You want to mix them. You want to share them, and uh, offline and on, online. And this numa trend has changed a bit from previous years, I think, and we also talked about that before where I think there were more uh, overlap between, you know, the fountain pen community and the community before. We had, you know, people using prepis and kakunos and so on. What we see, and uh, this goes back to this year's Ink Numa event, you see more and more dip pens and glass pens. I feel like the Ink Numa crowd has somewhat left the uh, fountain pen community behind and started using more and more glass pens in particular.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Alice, you are, you, you run a YouTube channel that's, uh, I would say 80% focused on inks. It's called Inky Rocks uh what's your thought about about Numa Numa being you know the the swamp let's say
3: I'm a total ink Numa babe um I've just fell in the swamp and I'm drowning I almost got to the point where I think I feel like I'm a little tired of ink almost but I totally understand the whole concept which I really did it before and I think it's that kind of where you go home and you know you're tired and you want to relax so you put on some good music and you pull out all these pretty bottles with pretty colors in them and you kind of you don't even have to be artistic you can kind of swab them and then write with them a little bit and you don't have a lot of cleanup with all the different glass pens or dip pens and I can really understand how some people would prefer to do that and it kind of incorporates a lot of things that are attractive to many females and that's why Jacob was the only male in the whole ink numa thing today, <laughs> but I think what's attractive is that they're pretty bottles. Some of them are scented. They're in pretty packaging. You can do pretty things with them. The paper feels smooth. The glass pen is pretty. It's kind of not so much what you write, but the whole act, like almost like a tea ceremony or something. So I kind of got into that, just kind of listening to music and playing around with your inks and all the cool bottles and, like, that little light thing, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of lights up your bottle. And, yeah, I'm not, you know, going to do that all the time. I mean, I use my fountain pens to write with, but I totally, I'm in that groove right now. So, yeah, I understand it. That's what it means to me, kind of a, kind of it's the process.
0: Yeah, and that's interesting because I think one of the appealing aspects about um, fountain pen inks in Japan and as well as overseas, is that they have really uh, artistic names. It's not like black, you know, it's mm. it's like midnight sun, <laughs> which is just like a black, right? Mm. Um, but uh, because it's artistic, it makes people feel this emotion that, um, and, and, you know, using pens and inks to begin with, it, it's kind of a, an older, uh, let's say, lost art, in, in a sense, you know, people don't sit down and write anymore. So... You, you feel like you're, you're kind of in this world, uh, where you, you kind of forget about your, your daily worries and you just focus on, on what's in front of you as you say, you know, beautiful and, uh, you are, I guess, also a total pneuma. Yeah.
2: Even if I want to, I uh, will say, even if I don't accept it, I think I, I'm completely one of the victims of the movement.
0: Does the, the, do the do like pretty names and the pretty bottles, does that appeal to you?
2: Yeah, I think they are really good in this marketing, um, selling you kind of a dream of poetry. Uh, there is a sensitive attraction to the packaging like yesterday when we when we, we we saw some of the new not not exact new ink but smaller shot that we don't see in Tokyo. So some of the new packaging and the labels and the colour. Even Sailor had this new line with the cute girl. Yeah. Did you show yeah. Me? Uh,
0: and uh and the uh, like um, cartoon
2: girls that little bit. Yeah. So I think they're really good because finally the colour it's like a cycle, they're always the same color, like you, like some, some add glitter, mm-hmm. some add uh, um, some shade, but at the end, in 2000 colors, <laughs> like 2000 mm-hmm. name or different brand, you will get maybe, I don't know, 50 colors and they're all really mm-hmm. similar. And, but where the, the strength is, is like they make nice, it's like yeah. candies, look like a omiyage that you bring back from a trip as a souvenir and all the yeah all the box all the labels all the texture like they use um, some washi paper and stuff like that and I think they're really good to attract the emotional um on people and the thing about like Alisa said about uh, getting relaxed after a long day or it's very nice because you slow down I think playing with ink it's just like you just Playing like magi- magician or some uh, witch, and you're just like like mixing stuff using ink, uh, the the ink, the glass puddle, the 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 glass pen, and everything, and you feel like a kid sometimes.
1: So, so about the the names closely related to this to these names is this notion of gotogia inks, which you see how I introduced in one of the very first episodes. So, gotogia inks is just. Means like regional ink. So these inks that you can only buy out in Okayama or in uh, Sendai or whatever it may be. And all of these regional shops, they basically sell the same color right? but they name them after something local, right? So mm-hmm. this is blue as in Kamba Waterfalls, or this is blue as in Lake Tanzabaka. It's basically the same color, but, but it's, you know, evokes something uh, that's local to mm-hmm. the shop.
0: Yeah, and I think if you just use, you know, pens to write with, um, as you guys all say, the colors are basically very, very similar. Um, I think what's interesting is the way that these different inks, uh, based on how they're made chemically, uh, the composition, they play out on some papers like Tomei River most notoriously. Uh, they play out differently. So with the shading and the sheen and, as you say, the shimmer and all this. So I, I think there, there's a good variety. But yes, uh, the colors essentially are... Pretty much, you know, the same 50, 60, 70 colors, mm-hmm. uh, if, if we're being generous. And now, onto to the, the concept of the event itself. So, I think there's a very, very large um, event company, a stationary event company, called Bungu Joshi. Yeah. Now, Bungu Joshi is essentially uh, what the words mean, uh, is uh, stationary girls. Yeah. Because <laughs> in in Japan... Um, there's this association, I guess, with, uh, with planners and diaries and, and the female audience. And of course, this is a bit in, um, in opposition, let's say, to the fountain pen world where it's, it's very male dominated. Now, um, Bungu Joshi runs several different events every year. They run the uh, Kamihaku, which is based up around paper, they run the main um, Bungu Joshi event, which will be this year in November, yeah. which is a more um, general stationary fair. It's like a trade show. And uh, I think it uh,
1: 30,000 people uh, a couple of years ago. So I, I just read, I think yesterday, that last year's numbers were 38,000. Okay, so
0: 38,000. So, you know, yeah. I mean, we talk about, you know, DC pen show, 3,000 people, largest, you know. No, this is, uh, it's peanuts compared to, to Bungu Joshi. Yeah. And Bungu Joshi, mainly, really, only, uh, locals go, right? I mean, there's not a big, uh, international audience. It will be interesting to see how many mm. people go, uh, this year. And for the crossover, I think, you know, the paper, yes, of course, but, um, Numa, which means Ink Swamp, and in, in Japanese, swamp kind of denotes an addiction. Uh, Numa is, uh, is the, the event where um, inks and uh, and different things related to inks are on display. And I think it's a big deal because, you know, Jacob, you talked about Gotochi Ink. The thing with Gotochi Ink is that you can really only buy them mm. in the brick and mortar. Yeah. So uh, shops like Kobashi, which is which is one of the super big ones, they do not ship uh, to... to um to your location even if you're in japan and honestly the shipping's is not good at most ten dollars right but it's yeah. just a concept they don't mm-hmm. want to ship because they want to keep their exclusivity yeah. into their uh, brick and mortars because they want to drive traffic yeah and, and it works so um the great thing about ink and why it's a big deal is that for the you know one time in the year all of these large uh Local regional stores are gathered together in one place yeah. to sell their inks And you don't have to go to like, um, you know, Tohoku or I don't know, like uh, Nagasaki And you know, somewhere that you would just never ever go um, Something like Utsunomiya, like, I mean, Utsunomiya is only an hour away But I would never go there because the only thing there is that one station store. started You know, it's right. not worth my time But now that they're here, it's, uh, uh, it, it's really, really um, a great opportunity and I guess so this and Tokyo International Pension are the only two chances really that you would be able to get these Gotoji Inks But this one for sure much more local uh, brands and smaller brands
1: Yes, so so related to that, there is one other big ink show in Japan, and that is Itoya's ink show. Mm-hmm. But what is different, about Itoya's ink show is, that it's not about the Gotouji Inks. It's mostly about international mm-hmm. ink brands. So that's where you have, you know, Diamond, uh, Akerman, and The Atramentis and so on. Mm-hmm. What well, this Inkunuma is yep. all about. The, the main theme, I would say, is about the Inks.
0: Yes, and they even have like three sections blocked for Gotouji Quest. I think Inking Kink from Itoya is much smaller mm. in terms of the, the venue space as well. Um, I mean it's on the B1 floor of, of their store. And it's then only
2: one thousand
0: in Yeah, yeah 1, one thousand one. <laughs> and then the <laughs> yeah only. <laughs> and then the last one uh is the uh Tone of Limbs events, but um you know, we'll get to that uh, another time.
1: Do we have an earthquake?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: All right, we uh, we interrupt this uh, this recording for earthquake.
1: We should leave this in. He <laughs> should
3: leave it in, so it's like you are here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: All right, now we're back. Uh, the earthquake has stopped. Um, so we mm, we're not low dollar spenders at this event. <laughs> We're well, not. Well, low speak dollars.
1: for yourself. Okay, you <laughs> are a low dollar spender because
0: you only like black and blue winks now.
2: feminine <laughs> Yeah. Yes. But
0: for Manumas here, you know what? What? What's the big deal about this event for you?
3: <laughs> what's the big deal?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in, and you have all your stuff up. It's a lot of stuff.
3: Well, um, <laughs> last year it was basically like you said that. You had all the um, local area inks, and they were all in one place, and you couldn't get them. So last year, I was seriously a crazy person. And um, <clears throat> I could hardly carry the basket I had the ink in. And um, a lady, she had a um, suitcase, and she ran over my foot, and her suitcase was full <laughs> of ink, and it hurt. I mean, it was full of ink. So it was a little more crazy last year because it was your first opportunity This year, for me, a lot of the inks were repeats because, you know, the stores don't necessarily change their inks. So I'd already had seen a lot of them. But what I liked about this year was a lot of, as I call it, the gigas. I got a bunch of touristy kind of stuff like ink cards and and handkerchiefs and candies that, you know, there were ink candies and um, little tiny notebooks. Mm. So this year, there was a lot more. They were playing more of the fact that people do enjoy ink and they were kind of making for lack of a better word, touristy kind of stuff. I got blotter paper with like ink bottles on it and just things like that. So that was um, the fun part for me this year.
2: Yeah, I think compared to last year where I feel like the event was more like access on ink and and as was the first time in Tokyo, people just get like crazy, yeah. Uh, it was more crowded too, maybe because um, there was no pandemic at the, at the time. And so the same, I didn't concentrate as much on ink. I got maybe three bottles for myself, like the the new release um, uh, collaboration to Moe & Lim and and some some shop. But for the other one, either I already bought them last year, either I wasn't interested at the beginning. But uh, all the small um, goodies that uh, go like the, I I got a nice uh, uh, glass Puddle to from tag stationery to play with my glass pen, and this kind of was interesting and the the only funny things uh, the the other funny thing sorry was like a lot of craftsmen um like ink sellers were 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 not physically there because of the virus, so most of the booths have this uh, ipad where the the seller can help mm. you and ask you a question and at the beginning, I thought it was a video where they will show you some how they make the pen or ink. But then the guy looked at me and like, can I help you? And I was a little bit surprised.
3: <laughs> I was like, yeah.
2: he's talking to me. And they, so most of them had this. And I think it was kind of nice, really typical Japanese service way that I, I guess you, you don't find in other um, uh, fair or something like either the people come or not. But here they're all sitting in their home office or, or any, everywhere and just like the whole day spending... In front of the screen to to look at the customer in Tokyo, so this was it was a nice uh, yeah, input
0: yeah, and so um, Jacob, if you want to if you want to uh, attend Inknuma, how how can you attend Inknuma?
1: right, so this time also last time they uh, you had to buy tickets in advance, so they they're open for for reservations I think, was it two or three weeks in advance. So you either go and buy them online or you go to your local convenience store and use the little terminal there to to buy a ticket. And what was different this year is that it it mattered how fast you were. So last time uh, you had to queue up early in the morning to get a chance to buy the goods. Last time it was
0: how early you were.
1: Yes. Well, this time it's how fast. You could buy a ticket because there was a number on the ticket, and that was when you went, got to enter the the hall and buy stuff.
0: And you know, um, I went yesterday, uh, and you went today. But yeah. when we bought the tickets, we were not exactly the first ones. I think we bought it like ten minutes mm. uh, into the into the ticket because we were finding we needed to find a convenience store. Yeah. But even so, you know, ten minutes is not a long time. Right. I was the one hundred and one ticket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess the people in front of their computer were the fastest.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, wow! This event is is a big deal, you know. Like, yeah. and if you don't get your your tickets, you might not be on the first day. But the good thing is that they um, segment it very well. I think they have like three yeah. blocks per day, and they actually replenish for each session. Mm-hmm. So even if you're on the second day, you don't necessarily have to worry about you know oh I missed out because mm-hmm. I wasn't on the first day. And in that sense, I think it does really well to combat FOMO. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you're like the 200th person on day one and your ink sold out because, you know, there were 199 people ahead of you, you know, that that kind of sucks. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be worth it even to go on a later spot. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 um, and what did we like or, or let, what's the comparison between last year? I know we already talked about, you know, the difference because of COVID. Um, and we talked about organization. I, I do agree that this year the organization is much better because you didn't have to line up an hour before, even though we did anyways, because we didn't know.
2: <laughs> it was 20 minutes. Yeah,
0: um, But I, I think that um, this year, as you all noted, the booths are much smaller. Mm. And, you know, I I was a bit um, not super happy that there wasn't a lot of, like, actual distancing. I mean, they said in their microphones, please, social distance. But th- there was no consequence. You know, nobody was no. Uh, no. was distancing <laughs> at all. So so I was a bit um, not super happy about that. But otherwise, I think the the system that they have where you... it's like a, It's like a store and you just put everything in your... In your cart and then you check out all at once rather than like at a pen show where you have to check out with each individual seller so um yeah i, I really like that mm-hmm. and i'm happy that they kept this system
1: but it was one i think this i mean overall it was very well organized but it was one little problem i saw and that was that you know when you uh you get this ink testing notebook, right? And the idea is that you can go to all of these booths and you, you can use the dip pen. You can test all the inks, right? But the queue for ink testing, is the same queue as for when you want to buy, right? Mm-hmm. So for many of the booths, you had to wait there for a long time because there were like five people in front of you who just wanted to spend like a few minutes testing the inks.
0: Oh yeah, that was super annoying. and And that means that I couldn't test the inks that I wanted to buy because mm. if I stood there testing it, somebody's gonna buy it before me. Yeah,
3: I never test things of those things. Mm. I never test things.
0: Do you care what color they are?
3: I do care what color they are. I don't buy like a lot of oranges and stuff, but. Um, but you can
0: tell that from the packaging.
3: But yeah, and and like it, like you guys are saying, it's fifty colors, and um, I I used my Gaijin card today and just basically said in English, excuse me, and they let me reach around and just grab the box. And so I didn't wait in too many lines because I didn't want to test, Yeah. you know. So people were happy to let me just reach over and grab whatever box was available. I guess the
2: the ink that I'm looking for, I already checked them either online or in... the you can
1: research. Like, yeah, so I won't <laughs>
2: test. I won't test. I would go and grab the button and I won't test mm-hmm. them there because I know I... I I don't have time if I want to go to another booth and find yeah. another ink. And maybe an, at an event like ink in at Itoya, where there's more like really a long testing table, then I will play with my notebook. Mm-hmm. And and because I know that they restock all day
0: yeah.
2: their ink, mm-hmm. so this I, I'm not as much uh, stressed mm-hmm. by. Yeah. It. But yeah, as the booth was smaller and there was only like room for two people to stand next to the booth at the time. You feel a little bit like, okay, grab it and leave it <laughs> and just go to the next yeah, one. Yeah. Even inside the room, we were like 200 people at the same time. Yeah. So it feels quite empty compared to last year mm. when, I don't know, yeah, thousands, last year thousands of Absolutely. people yeah. and just yeah. lost people. Yeah. Where is my friend? Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So this year we feel more relaxed, but yeah, for social distancing is quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was none of that. Yeah, you have one meter in front of the booth, so you two people just standing next to each
0: yeah. other yeah. and i think one of my regrets last year was uh was not making a plan or a strategy because yeah i was jacob and jacob had you know he went on the website he knew all the stores that were going to be there and i showed up like oh what's going to be here so so he went straight for the for the color traveler last year snapped up the 10 mini bottles and I, you know i i got a lot of inks last year too but i went mostly for the mainstream stuff like uh uh, I went to the Maruzen booth uh, for some Maruzen, uh, pen, uh inks, and I, I got like you know Colorverse and stuff like that. But um, this year I try to focus more on the Gotou inks. In terms of strategy uh, mm-hmm. of the approach, do we have any tips?
2: Um, last year I think uh, Yasuko-san helped me a lot because she went the day before us. So I text her on Instagram and I ask her what do I, where do I have to go, and what do I have to. To take or not miss, and she make a list like this. <laughs> on this uh, like uh, at Pentono there's this, 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 this were sold out really fast. At uh, Usagiya, there was this one and this one. At uh, I don't remember um, on the shop now, this one. So I I kind of follow her path. actually she like, this one I got them, this one I missed them. But these are the the one that everyone's looking for. So I fo- I start with that, and I got most of of the one that. Um, how uh, say attract me, but yeah this year i I've studied the whole ink magazine, and as I told you i I put a lot of post it, but a lot of shop wasn't there, good for my wallet, and the one who was there, I got the the ink I was looking for, but yeah, it was more, and maybe as Alicia said too I, as I have so many from last year, I didn't even. Use them yet, like maybe just swash. I was just like, okay, don't go as crazy as last time and just uh, concentrate. If you have two or three, you are happy with that. And yeah, my strategy was more uh, uh, humble,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, because you you can kind of guess which. Inks are gonna sell out fast, mm-hmm. right? You know that you mentioned Kobayashi, you know that the Sargas is gonna sell out fast, you know that you know Pentanote is gonna sell out fast, right? So it's just a matter of planning your, your route of attack. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And you know, we, we mentioned these uh Inknuma mostly ladies. They know all the
1: inks. They you know. know, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They're so familiar, yeah, they know better than, than you do. So now, one of the things I can say is, you know, follow the crowd because they know which are the good ones. Um, but
2: I have the impression they were more attracted to the glass pen. Like we were it. the first, like we were in the first hundred one, and when we enter the room, you see that they grab all the the glass pen. Like the, the two main group were around the glass pen seller. Uh, so when we reached the, the inks, the first one we, we got the bottles we wanted.
1: So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there was also booth selling some what we would consider some very rare, exotic fountain pens. But that booth wasn't really that popular. Yeah. But, no. but instead, as you said, you know, the booth selling glass pens—that's where the crowd went. Yeah, they
0: didn't even have a name. Right. In that booth. <laughs> Yeah, that
1: was so weird.
0: Yeah. But, but who um, was that? The one with the. This one.
3: Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar with that booth. Yeah,
2: <laughs> But it was lucky that they didn't have a name, so I think a lot of people missed them. Oh, yeah. because think... They thought that it was kind of a reserve corner, like yeah. maybe you, know, you order something and you go and pick up. Because I was in front and I... I was like, is it the one we're looking for? Yeah, because I missed it. And I tried uh, to close to him. Why are you? Come back. Don't go out. Yeah. Don't go
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost out, checked out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I'm close to the cash shows and never yeah. come back. Come
0: <laughs> And uh, so what what kind of strategy? Do you have a strategy?
3: No, I don't have any FOMO at these things at all because there's just way too much ink. Mm. So <laughs> I, I will, my budget will stop me before my desire. So... I just kind of wander around and if something looks cool, I, I pick mm. it up and that seems to work.
0: Yeah. So l- let's go around. I mean, we, we've all been there and, you know, we're back now. Let me know, um, can you tell our audience what are the three favorite things that we got? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't even know some of the stuff I got. What the heck is this? In- Those yeah. are
1: the four, kawa- four Kawasaki inks. Kawasaki I have them in, in,
3: big, in big bottles. Yeah, I have one with a big bottle yeah. and it's like the green one. I have them. And it was in the same Oh, packaging. I think you have the
2: sakura because you, I sent you the sakura.
3: Yeah, I, that one there, but this one, I've got another one with the, um, the oh, sake uh, thing okay. and it has green ink okay. in it. And it's so one big bottle, it's yeah. a flat bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, I saw one of you guys' pictures, so I just, I got it.
1: Was for me, it was fairly easy because I got three out of the four things I had in my shopping list. So we talked earlier on the podcast about Kawasaki Bunguten's uh, Amabie ink. So this ink with, with this Amabie th- theme, this uh, yokai spirit. And they sold small, um, like, t- tamiya size ink samples of that ink. And I assumed that the ink would sell out very fast. So that was one of the first places I went to. And they had, like, two left and i think alice you and i got probably the the last two i haven't even tried it yet i haven't even opened the box but i'm glad i got that because there's a fun story there Um, and then there's this um, there's a stationery store in uh, niigata uh, called um, takizawa and they have this line of inks called the sesai inks and it looks like some kind of souvenirs you, you buy when you go on a trip to like an onsen, it looks like there might be some peanuts or some local <laughs> delicacy, right? <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, but there is uh, beautiful inks in uh, full-size sailor bottles, I'm glad I got those. And then um, Usagia, this uh, store in uh, Oklahoma. They had a new line of the, like, indigo-like denim. Inks, uh, the denim inks. I got two of them called Vintage and Fade. I haven't tried them yet, but just looking at the label, I'm very excited. Yeah, because they're blue. They're blue-blue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, Jacob has, uh, has turned into uh, what we call an Oyaji, and he only likes blue, black, and blue-black now. Um, but yeah Okayama is actually really well known for denim and, uh, and for indigo mm. so it's, it's a traditional place uh, for, for that um, <laughs> so you know like, like Jacob I think this Amabie ink uh, is one of my my uh, favorites I haven't tried it yet oh, but it pretty. does look really really cool um, I, my sure. only uh, let's say uh, disappointment is that it's so small mm-hmm. it's just a small bottle I think it's like uh, ten millimeters, if that. But anyways, so it's Amabie and I got a ink from Penne Juku, so Penne nineteen. This is Yoshiwara Komachi, and they have a picture of a uh, Edo period prostitute on the on the cover as a label. And I like this ink because it's actually very close to where I live. It's like a, it's like a local ink. For me, in in that sense, but yeah, out of I'm I'm very excited to to test this. And then my third thing that I, I really really enjoy, um, and I think Jacob was was a bit shocked and annoyed last year when I got it, was uh I always get like a bunch of Tomoe River notebooks, and I think last year I got like four Tomoe River oh, notebooks, and and this year I got I got a bunch of Tomoe River stuff as well. Um, just because the Tomare notebook is, is, you know I just like it so much. It's you know three hundred sixty pages of Tomare dot grade or um, whatever you have. So so I I just really like that, and they always give a lot of goodies. I think you got did you get some goodies from Tomare?
3: I don't know because I have way too much from ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: but but I I like uh, Tomare. I got their blotter paper um, for free uh, because I bought the notebook. So yeah, that was uh that was really really nice.
2: So for me, I got this pen pen nineteen gray,
0: gray,
2: yeah Shirasu ink with really really nice um, uh, color and uh, very dense color. Like it's a gray blue purple, and um, I got these two inks from uh, Tomo and Lim with um, I don't remember the this one about uh, uh, Tanabata. Ah, Yotsuba. Yeah. So, Tanabata Festival, and it's a couple inks. So, the Vega and I forgot the name of the stars
0: Altair. Altair,
2: yeah. And uh, so, it's one is a pink with the pink glitters, and the other one is a kind of green with purple, bluish glitter inside. And the packaging is really cute. And I really like uh, the ink puddle I got from Tide Stationery. So, the cylinder uh, ink puddle where I can mix or Try different ink with my glass pen, and it's a very cute, very light. First, when I there was only one box left with the sample in front of it, and I, I took the box and I thought it was empty. So, I think I got lucky because a lot of people think the same because there was one box of each with the sample run. And when you pull the box, like, there's nothing inside. And I asked the, one of the staff to open it for me. And it was uh, this uh, ink So, and then I want to reach the second one, the the one with the marble, but the lady next to me who saw the guy open it,
3: took it just before, grabbed it before me. So for next time. Okay. I got a bunch of ink, but um, my three favorite things are not ink, I just realized that. (laughs) Um, I really like these things, because um, it's very Japanese, where you, oh, it's yes. a little tiny notebook inside, and they showed you the little tiny notebooks they had.
2: Oh, the Mikuji.
3: Yeah, but then you had to pick it, mm-hmm. in other words, you don't know which kind it is, so like, like you, 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 you buy it sight unseen, and like, well, this one's a little life notebook. Oh, you so, got lucky; it's one of the good ones. Yeah, and I just, it's, I, I like that because it's just so very Japanese, mm-hmm. just to be able <laughs> yeah. to go there yeah, and do, style. yeah, and that was, that made it kind of fun, the yeah. other you know, mm-hmm. thing. And then um I got a glass pen. So yeah, I'm an Inkanuma person. And then they had this really cool paper where um it's sheer. It's you can see through it and you can write with it on fountain pen on, but on the other side it doesn't show. Mm. But then you can hold it up and it has like patterns, like this one has the patterns of dogs on it, and this has patterns of stationery on it. So mm-hmm. it was paper.
1: Ah, oh, that's from the cometer. Yeah, 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 they had
3: some really good paper yeah. there. So yeah, I, it wasn't it wasn't any NEE, ink, even though I got. A lot. I think you're not
1: entirely sure what inks you got. <laughs> no, it's it just kind of. <laughs> I keep
3: looking at it because I go, Oh, I got that. Really? Okay. So yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. and then also um, the Kobe uh, Nagasawa
1: had their new super trunks. Did yeah. they?
3: Did they? I didn't see yeah, them. Yeah, they
1: didn't seem. You said see why yesterday they were very popular, but I saw them. They didn't sell that fast. Okay.
0: Yeah, because yesterday we went, and the blue went out almost yeah. immediately and then uh, I got the red one which I'm, I'm happy with because I have enough glowing to last several lifetimes. <laughs> so so yeah, um but yeah, that's uh that's uh, what we got at Ink Numa. Um and I I want to take just a little time now to to talk about an interesting acquisition because it's also relevant this acquisition that we got uh last week. So we mentioned this uh glass studio 2s, uh, brand with this ribbon nib, and I have to say that I toos am an ink numa now. Uh, <laughs>
3: That's because... really really bad. <laughs> yeah, because these
0: they're, they're so beautiful. So I got them in the takitori, which are the short ones, uh, and I guess they're kind of like a bamboo uh, design with this what they call a ribbon nib. But the ribbon nib is basically an italic nib, yeah. right? Really? And um, and I. They they had four made this time. Uh I went there and I got three of them. So the other Ink Numa ladies were not very happy with me because I got there just as uh just as they started selling it. So I immediately said I want three of them. Uh so I'm really, really sorry to all the Ink Numa ladies out there uh who weren't able to get one. But I have to say, no regrets. Um Let's so see you got one. Uh you got the the kind of turquoise sea glass one. What do you think about it? Have you you played with it yet?
3: Oh, God. It's what tipped me over. Uh, That's what probably put me on the other end, where if they make more glass pens like this, um, I think I might even move to the States or outside of Japan, because (laughs) it really changes things. You can write italic with it. You can just do a lot of fun stuff with it. It almost opens up in some ways, more different things than fountain pens. So yeah, yeah. I, I love it, I, it made me an Inkanuma person.
0: And it's really easy to clean, mm-hmm. I noticed, because the grooves are so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously fountain pens is much more portable, right? But what, how did it feel in your hand? Did you like the balance?
3: Yeah, but I don't really you know, when I play around with ink I don't do it for hours and hours and hours, so right. it it really doesn't matter one way or another. Yeah, it felt fine. But
0: Because yeah. they have the longer one too. Right. I, I tried the longer one. It just didn't feel as nice. The short one I, I think is just perfect. I mean I don't even write I haven't written with it yet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tested it at the store but I hadn't written with it. I just you know, like holding it in my hands.
3: Oh, when you start writing with it, you're going to get yourself a couple of puddles too. <laughs> it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah, it, it's
0: so good. And could you got the purple one. Well, actually, you wanted the clear one, but I took the clear <laughs> one, so you don't get it. But you got the purple one instead. Um, what do you think?
2: It's really, it's really funny to play with. Um, you can do like swatches. So I usually do with a glass uh, cocktail tier. But here you can, yeah, and it contains a lot of ink like once you you uh, put the the nib in the in the ink you can like color i don't know uh, the size of the credit card with, yeah. with ink so it's really interesting to draw i guess to make uh, some um sketches and and it's really uh, the f- i'll say the um, the flood on the um, the, the flux i'll it? say it's mm-hmm. really smooth uh,
0: on the paper yeah, it, it's got nice feedback, yeah, exactly. but it's not, like, scratchy. Yeah,
2: And I have both mine and yours in my hand, and I can see that they have different Sorry, size, uh, right?
0: Yours is longer, I think, okay. the, the nib. And, and wider, yeah. a bit. But I I don't think he could control it, because yeah, I think it's, it's, it's
2: more. But It's, it's really interesting, too. Yeah. So then you can connect them.
0: Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, I don't know if it's common news, but Japan is actually really big on glassworks, right? Like there are a lot of glassmakers, and actually all of these glassmakers they're not new. No. And they they've been around for a while, but they've been making other things. And you know, Glass Studio 2s, he's making stuff for like the Ritz Carlton. I mean, he's making stuff for huge, huge hotels. And, um, Hilton Navigo or something has his work. So so he's he's massive, absolutely massive, and, and just now they're tapping into this uh Ichnuma market. And so, as Jake likes to say, the Holy Trinity between uh, glass, make, glass pen makers, um, tonal limbs, and betchori. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's,
3: those three things, you're right, it made it kind of explode.
2: Yeah.
0: But
2: yeah. you can see at the Numa Fair, the ladies who run to the glass pen yeah, um, right. maker, the first thing they were like uh, greetings, they're sensei. Like, oh, really? They like, <laughs> pick a pen and they show it to the sensei on the video and they were, like, thanking him and it's like a fan club. I was so surprised because oh, no, they were really? like, what's what what happening there? <laughs> and they were, like, so thankful for the work and, and uh, like, really happy to have a piece of art in their hand and it was really, like, seeing your pop star, I don't know, yeah. it was very funny. And I think Thank you bet-
0: for spending my money. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think Vetrodi has the same
0: yeah, relation
2: you. with the fan club and yeah. people following like a rock star.
0: And uh, they were selling a set of his uh, the lettering set for Giava. Uh, yeah, of, uh, so so yeah, uh, just wanted to talk a bit about that. Um, I'm glad we got three of the four uh, in our hands now. Jacob is the only mm-hmm. one without because he's a boring black body black resin body you know blue black ink person now so he's not a numa.
1: i just picked up a bottle of pelican blue black yeah, yeah your favorite ink
0: <laughs> all right and uh, and with that i think we can move to some q a yeah uh, and i picked this first one because it's kind of relevant to to what uh we were doing these past two days so um The question is, in your opinion, and this is, sorry, this is from Vladimir from Reddit. He says, so in your opinion, what exactly made Korean brands explode? I understand that their pricing allows for some juicy retailer margins, but I keep wondering what could motivate me to buy a 30 milliliter bottle for basically $28.00. Do I just fail to see the appeal of these inks? From a perspective of a non-user, Total Limbs is pretty much Noodlers laying heavily on the female audience.
3: So, I disagree. Totally. I disagree that it is not like Noodlers at all. First of all, Noodlers is kind of like got this, you know, rugged, uh, single man kind of making all of his inks. And he's got, like, Bulletproof and Glow in the Dark. But, um, it... He's creative in a way, I think, that's like the chemistry part of it. Like, you know, it's, you know, it glows in the dark or it's freeze resistant. How Tonal and Limbs is creative is they just push every boundary on color, sheen, shimmer, glitter, glow in the dark. I mean, I have an ink right now that it basically chromo shades. It shades in several colors. It's got glitter in it and it glows in the dark. There's about 18 different ways you can enjoy that. So I think it's totally um, a different animal. One is kind of like the chemistry and the other mm. is kind of like the experience. Mm. So I, I disagree.
1: And so, one thing I would add to that is that it's not Korean, if you talk about Japan, it's not Korean brands in general because you almost never see color verse, you almost never see three oysters, right? It's really tonal and limbs. And I would say. The, the thing about Tony and James is that they move faster than anyone else. Right? They release new models yeah. and they seem to be able to do it at a, at a small scale in, in a way that probably ma- makes a financial yeah. sense to them, right? So I think that's really... I mean, it, it sort of parallel to... We t- tend to talk about Moonman, this Chinese pen branch. They release more pen models in a quarter than... Japanese brand can release in a decade almost. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the same thing. Like they, they move so fast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I, I I have to um, disagree with you on one point. I, I think that noodlers does push boundaries. They got, you know, the UV and stuff. So I think they were one of the first to really push the boundaries of ink. I think the difference between noodlers and, and tonal limbs is that tonal limbs works, whereas noodlers can uh, very oftentimes be finicky with, like, the bleed through... Uh, the you know the show through and feathering and, and things like that. So I think that um total Limbs has appeal in that sense that you know you know that it's kind of just going to work. Now Noodlers is on the other uh, aspect of the price spectrum, right? It's it's fairly cheap. You get like really a full, 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 full bottle whereas Total Limbs is like 30 uh, milliliter glass bottle. It's really you know quite small. Um, in comparison, and at quite a higher price point. So I think what our audience is is trying to get at here is, you know, what justifies that gap
3: in price? Oh, it's not a matter of justification. It's a matter, in the end, ultimately how much you spend, right? Because no one's going to use all the ink they buy, not Mm -hmm. even Jacob. Jacob only buys blue and black, and he's not going to use Mm -hmm. all of it. We're never going to use all the ink, so by saying that you take a price per milliliter is actually quite misleading mm-hmm. in the end it's the overall end price yeah. and so um i think that if you you know only use one kind of ink and you use the whole bottle absolutely you should buy Noodlers because you're going to get a better price per milliliter and you're going to use all of it but if you use several different kinds of ink i really don't like large bottles of ink cuz so i'm not going to use it all it's wasteful you, yeah, and then once you get down to a certain point, it's hard to fill. You got to pour it into something else. So definitely, if you're you know you're into fountain pens and you'll use one kind of ink, you know, buy yourself a big bottle of Pilot Blue Black or something, and
0: or the Urbana. The yeah, theme, exactly. The I I, which share. I have two
3: bottles of right now. <laughs> but um, but if you're looking at a variety of different colors and a variety of different um, um, boundaries mm. on ink and in a usable amount, then um, I think that's where
1: it's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Antonio Lems has a lot of these light pastel-colored inks that people like so much mm-hmm. here, right? And, of course, you, there are other brands that have that, right? But here's a new ink that you haven't, you don't have in your collection. and It's a light turquoise, right? Oh. Lovely. Need that. And Batchelor is promoting. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: and the fact that they release, like, I don't know, every week, new ink. Mm-hmm. and I cannot follow anymore mm-hmm. every time yeah. they... they... So I, I was like, is this the new ink? Is it one that I miss? I don't understand yeah. anything anymore. But we talk about this. They they use metal, they use metallic particles <laughs> yeah. inside. or oh, they make these lines, especially for glass pen. Right. Yes. So they mm. don't. Yeah. I was saying they don't. They say it's better to not put in yeah. pen but we we will try, of course. She already did. So I think they are really strong because they they from a simple like uh, like from ink they make a very wide uh, panorama of all the way you can use your ink drawing, sketching, writing, uh, splashing them. I don't know. So yeah, they they are very fast. Yeah.
0: But I actually think that um, the number of inks that they release is what's pushing me away from the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah. I agree. Um, we talked about Tonal Limbs very, very early on in this podcast where they only had like a few lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a big fan of them. Actually, I was one of the first to buy Tonal Limbs when they were only selling on Amazon mm-hmm. and at shows. So they didn't even have them at Okamoria. Right. And I got three of their um, prefecture series. I think um, they only had uh, four or six inks at the time. Um, so I got three of the Prefecture series, and the price doesn't put me off, because as you say, right, like, honestly, at the end of the day, it's just about how much money you spend. And I'm not gonna use all, I, right. I cataloged my, ex, I had 155 bottles of, of unique colors, so it's not counting repeats, right? So, you know. So you have repeatings. I have repeatings, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have many repeatings. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's not a really a matter of the price for me, but, you know i don't want to wake up and be like oh there's five tonal limbs again oh there's six tonal yes. limbs again yeah to me this is annoying it's it's um it's not a product strategy because if you base your business strategy on this then you can't stop mm-hmm. and it's not viable i much prefer the way that sailor does it it's not about that they have large 50 millimeter bottles which is you know it's nice but I like that um, I can keep track mm-hmm. of uh, where they are, how many that I can expect. And I think it also so, establishes a better sense of exclusivity. Mm-hmm. exclusivity. <laughs> oh my God, that word is so hard to pronounce.
1: Yeah. And uh, we have almost stopped covering Tonal Limbs on the podcast, at least this online event. We covered the first yeah. two, and then, mm-hmm. like, come out there are too many it's of too them. Many. Yeah. As, but one more thing about tone and limbs, going back to this Inkunuma show, one thing that I didn't see as much of as I thought I would see was tone and limbs. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So we we'll talked about it on the podcast, and Alessa talked about it on YouTube how tone and limbs is so dominating in Japan. Yet in t- on today's show, I think. Um, Still Sailor. Yeah, there were a few. I, I think. Reason, yeah, there were a few of them. but Mostly Sailor, mm-hmm. right? and it was sort of refreshing in a way to see. Yeah,
0: and actually Sailor were the ones that went out the fastest, oh, not right. the limbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe we're seeing a saturation in the market that, which is hilarious, right? Like, tonal limbs out-saturated themselves, yeah. which, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I, I agree totally with that. When I was at Okamoto, yeah, the sales guy told me that... What, yesterday this, or the day before? Yeah, the day before. But he was saying that um, Tony Limbs was had released fifty new inks over the summer, and he was saying it as if he was really proud. And I remember thinking, "Oh my God, that's just." It kind of turned me off. That wow. yeah. it's just too much to keep <laughs> up with. Yeah. I've never been to the shop, but I think I, I better not go.
0: You should. <laughs> no, no, but but you should go. I mean, the the ink tasting uh corner is is quite nice. I have to admit, they're kind of. Um, I don't know how to say it, but they were a bit, like, uh, defensive uh, when I was testing things because, you know, I was cleaning the, the glass pen, and I kind of rest the pen in the in the bottle of water that they had uh, to clean it, and they got really mad at me. They're like, no, you can't put the, the pen like that in there because the tip is going to snap, and then they got, like, super defensive and, you know, were inspecting the tip, and I'm like, come on, I know how to use a glass pen, like, give me a break, but... You know I' um, still got to go there because just to look, but it's too much okay. it's it's just too much they have like hundreds <laughs> of of to at Okmo. I
2: think yeah. I lost track of their name and and categories because they have so many theme and some are like yeah. you know all the galaxy comet stuff, so yeah. you're like, is it the same collection? did it relabel it and you...
0: I don't even know the lines, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. I'm... And the thing, I don't know why they never saw swatch swatches on their Instagram. So you had it's to go true. to Bichardi or yeah. somewhere else, like uh, someone who used them. But on there, it's just like this Pantone yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. square, and you are always like, is it the real color? Is it just like mm. a, uh, I don't yeah. know? Yeah.
1: yeah, because it doesn't tell you about you know the shading, no. sheen properties, right? It is it's no. the base color. Yeah,
0: yeah. still that but thank you Vladimir that was a that's I think it's a great question yeah mm-hmm. um especially for this podcast now the second question is from uh Mike Ant-Ko-Wiak. I I can't pronounce his last name but I think it's Eastern European but Mike uh from Instagram and by the way he does Absolutely fantastic ink swatches. You should have seen that. Seen yeah. that. Yeah. Really Very good. So good. We'll link him in the show notes. He's absolutely fantastic. You need to follow him right now. But he says, uh CY and Jacob. I've decided to try and collect all the Pen BBS inks that I named after cities. I think there are twenty two in total so far. I've only been able to acquire six, at least from the Western markets. I've tried one site, China How, but they said I couldn't purchase from them. I see that they're available on u and aliexpress and some mention ebay with limited success do you have a source for finding what i'm looking for that's reputable and that ships to the u.s i know likely not an easy thing and it's not really a japan market question but you two are a stone's throw away compared to me so thoughts i, I want to bring this question because if you are the master of anything
1: yeah. by this child
3: Jacob needs to answer that. <laughs> so
1: I have found on a few occasions pen BBS ink on eBay, but that's not what I would search. Instead, I would go to, to um, AliExpress. Now it's hard to search on AliExpress. I, most of the product listings are just badly translated, the keyword soups, right? But but you can find pretty much all the pen BBS inks there, and they will ship at least from China to Japan. I think they will ship to most locations. I've had, you know, mixed results with shipping. I had I had one I recently ordered a purple ink and the whole cardboard box came purple, so sometimes <laughs> that happens. Um, but i would still say AliExpress is probably your, your best option. You have to do some searching there, but you might find all of the Pen the inks there.
0: Yeah, and then Alessa uh, so you introduced me to um TV Focus.
3: Yeah, I would I would definitely try there again. I, I just don't have the patience to scroll and scroll and make my way through all that stuff. But yeah, TB Focus does ship to the States and ships to Canada.
0: Yeah, and TB Focus is good because they have like this automatic machine-translated English yeah. website. Um, but it can be a bit hard, and they, they have a bunch of shipping options. Shipping is a bit expensive with TB Focus, so I will say that. I bought my 24 Solar Terms Girls from them, and uh, I haven't inked them or swatched them yet, but yeah. Those are pretty cool because they they came with um they came with shimmer that you add into the bottle. Oh. Uh, and they're sailor shaped bottles as well. And uh, and then they gave me a free uh, pen, BBS ink cha, and they gave me a bunch of other goodies that I threw away because I don't need them. But you know they I think they have pretty good service.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So um you know we've just hit the hour mark on our recording. Obviously, it will be shorter when you listen to it because we edit some stuff out. But um, I think it's been a
1: good show. Yeah. Do we have anything else to add? Uh, Just one more observation from uh, Inkunuma. So when I went there, I was, I think I was there 30 minutes before it opened. And I think we were like 50 people or so. And there were three guys in total, including me. I think the two others were dragged there by by their wives or or girlfriends. All the others were like, ladies in their twenties, I would say. So I felt a little bit out of place. Yeah. <laughs> in that event.
3: Yeah, that, that's what I was telling Jacob that he wanted to give dating advice that, you know, if you're a guy, I would show up at oh, you yeah, could <laughs> <laughs> A lot of single ladies running around looking at me.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the future is female. <laughs> All right. So with that, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode, I believe, 14. Um, so we're, we're getting up there in a the, uh, number of episodes. It'll be almost, uh, uh, it's been half a year since we started this podcast. And, uh, and I'm really happy with the work that we've done so far. And I'm always really happy to have our guests, uh, our esteemed guests uh, come. So that's been really, really great. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for listening. But I also want to, um, to note that, you know, content is not free. Um, obviously you are listening to this for free now, but it does take money. It does take time. It's a lot of investment to, to make this content. You know, we, uh, do this on our weekends and, you know, we pay for the server hosting fees. So, um, while we don't have a direct form of contribution, uh, method at this moment, there is one way that you can pay us and that way that you can pay us is by telling your friends about the podcast and helping us grow. Because when you tell your friends and they listen, and you subscribe, you leave a comment, you leave a review, that will help us improve and grow our audience so that we can reach more people. So if you think that there's somebody in your life who might be interested about Japanese stationery, tell them, tell your friends, tell your family members, tell your mother, your sister, your brother, your father, tell anybody. We want to grow, we want to, to increase uh, listenership, and you are the best way to do that. So thank you very much for listening to our content. We hope that you find it engaging and fun, and you, we hope that you find it engaging and fun enough to also share with your friends and your family. And uh, with that, my name is CY, and you can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com. On Instagram at Tokyo Station Pens and on Twitter at Tokyo Station
1: MNH. And my name is Jacob and I'm a food Fan on Instagram and on Twitter and I have a website at foodafan.com.
2: And thanks for having me again. And my name is Kray and you can find me on Instagram at Miraika. And thanks
3: for having me also. I'm Alisa um, Inky Rocks on Instagram and YouTube.
0: Uh, bye bye. Bye bye.